What up? I'm Aaron Adams. And I'm Andrew Vasloff. And this is the Musings of Men podcast. The podcast devoted to spreading stoke, all about procuring deep conversations, and providing our personal insight into life, love, and everything in between. Yeah, dude, it sounds great. Actually, I'd say move it. Oh, dude, we're both wearing hats. What's yeah. up? Dude, hell yeah, man. What's good? <laughs> what is up, man? Holy shit, How, bro. Is it... Where did you want me to move it? Dude, you're perfect right there. Okay, cool. Yeah, dude, that's... Am I good? Yeah, you're good. All right, dude. Oh, all right. What's up, man? Dude, oh, dude. God. It's been nuts. Fight me, been. cancer. Dude, that's hilarious. <laughs> nice. Andy's wearing a gray hat. We got the visual F effect now. We'll be putting this up on the YouTube. Nice, so. nice. We'll be grooving, yeah. but yeah, actually, I got this today. I helped out at a, a charity thing, dude. Fuck yeah, man! That's yeah, awesome. I did my good deed for the day. It was actually pretty fulfilling work too. I was like making boxes and moving them down to the mailroom, so it wasn't the most in-depth thing, but it was pretty fun, dude. That's awesome. You're working for a charity. That's great. Yeah, nice. Good deal. So, man. all right, we got a little things to address here, bro. Like, how the fuck have you been? Like, I've been really good, actually. Nice. A lot, a lot better than I thought it would be. Um. I so I actually reconnected. Um, I ran into one of the guys from one of my friends from last year, and we I reconnected with them. And I kind of like I got the vibe that after like hanging out with them and talking to them for a while, like I realized that I was being a little self isolating with them. Mm. And don't get me wrong, like. I still don't agree with, you know, what they accused me of and all that. Like, I, I don't, I don't like that, but they like literally when, you know, I ran into one of them, big ass smile, open arms, I run into the other two and they literally both of them like just immediately wrapped their arms around me and hugged me. Oh, wow. And it was one of those, it was one of those like, okay, maybe I should just kind of let go of all that shit that happened. And apparently um over the past week i've gotten the vibe like everything is a lot more like there isn't like favoritism all right as much as there used like there's no like favoritism in it and i i feel just a lot better about myself hanging around them and all that like i don't feel like i have to step on eggshells i can be myself around them authentically and all that Dude, that's great. I'm glad that you feel like you can do that. I know they kind of gave you a hard time last year and which blows, but yeah. And it, it, it was what it was. And, and some of it was me being maybe a little sensitive. And then some of uh-huh, it was genuinely, right. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't matter now, but no, it's, no. you know, but it like we reconnected and I've gotten closer with some of the guys that I wasn't as close with before. And like, cool apparently um one of them revealed to me like he thanked me for bringing the friend group together wow and he was like hey man like and he he told me he was like hey i know you were hanging out with that chick i know you're hanging out with angel last year didn't know if you were going away from our friend group but if that was the case i was going to reach out to you at the start of this year and be like hey you know i wanted to thank you for bringing me in because otherwise i would have just been by myself all year that's actually really nice yeah and and when he said that i was like oh man i actually mean something to these guys it's like yeah you know it it put things into perspective and i was like all right 
you know, I took a hard look at myself and I was like, all right, you know, I needed to let some shit go. Like I just need to be more of a fair person, I guess. But you know, but it's, it's going well and classes are really well going extremely well. All right. I'm, you know, studying, I'm getting on top of shit. That class that I fucked up last semester, uh-huh. it is the easiest shit in the world. I got a ride along scheduled, and I'm going down to the courthouse in like two weeks, and I'm gonna, dude, I'm literally going to get the class done in under a month. That's great, dude. That's great. And it, it put it in perspective. I'm like, all right, Andrew, like you need to get your shit together. And yeah, this is like me getting my shit together semester. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, so, but how have class has been for you? How's Piedmont? Oh shit. All right. Yeah. So, um, I'm back at college. A lot of my family thought I wasn't going to do it. I even myself doubted that I was going to do it. But yeah, (laughs) here we are. So it's actually kind of weird because it's, it's, so I, 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 so I get, I get in my car and I'm like, all right, I'm going to like drive to school and then I can come home when I'm done. That's pretty cool. Right. And so I got there and I remember thinking like, okay, let's just power through you know, hope this goes okay. Yeah. So I go into my first class, you know, this kind of, this, I, 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 I forgive this now, but the first thing my teacher asked me was, what are your pronouns? And uh, I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Like that's, that's with any university. Unfortunately, I, I was yeah. just, and, and originally I was like, does it matter? And mm. she was like, you have to. And I'm like, uh, dude, bro. And she was like, no. And I'm like, that's all you're getting. All right. That's all you're getting. And I went on, sat in the corner. But um, <laughs> what class a, was it? That was uh, public speaking. So I've got a few kind of basic general classes. I'm taking a lot of business classes, business law, um, intro, some other ones, a good history class in there. And what I've realized is that it's such a different environment and it's so much better in mm. so many ways it might not have like any food there. So I'm kind of starving half the time, but I loaded up the Subaru with some uh, granola bars. So we're chilling. Oh, nice, nice. Um, but it's, it's, it's small, but it's chill. Like yeah. coastal was, dude, I can't even believe it. It was like um, six flags on the 4th of July with cocaine everywhere, pretty much. Yeah. And this is like uh this is pretty sedated, so it's pretty nice. It's just more um, chilled out. Yeah. yeah, it's more chilled out, which is great. And I'll get to some other fun things later. But the class size is good. The, te- the professors are actually so much better. Like, I kind of noticed a difference. I'm like, hold up. Both the students and the teachers actually give a shit. And yeah, they're actually not, like, like they're they, not there to just get through it or yeah, yeah. check. They like actually they, want to teach or learn. And they're relaxed about it, too. They're so much more relaxed, and mm-hmm. which I kind of found, like, that's interesting, too. I mean, and then another thing was, like, I was doing something, doing, like, things that I I was not good at, like, math and science and, like, chemistry and physics, and it was all over my head, and I was worried about, like, how am I going to get this done in time? Like, there's this mountain of just ominous shit you know, with mm-hmm. the, with the classes I'm taking, the work that's being put down on me, and I busted my ass last year just trying to get by, and I barely passed. And some of them, and it's like that's not sustainable. So I kind of I had to really train myself to go in with a different attitude this year and be like, it's going to be different. 
yeah. different classes, different school, different teachers, different people. Everything is different. I just need to keep my mind open because I find myself being closed minded sometimes to things. And this is one of those things where I'm just kind of like, well, with school and my whole life experience has been negative, negative, negative. Math is a bitch pretty much. Oh, yeah. And I mean, you, you were there like, no, oh, we no, spent in high school, like we yeah. spent like 13 hours a week in this one math class just to try and pass right yep, yep. and barely it was, but, mis- you know, it was miserable it was, it was awful it was awful you know, right? and, the, and the fact that we had to resolve to some shit to try and get by and pretty much i mean gotta yep. do what you gotta do but yeah i've realized something as well since i don't have a math class this semester my life is eight worlds easier and exactly like i really would do when i when i realized that this past week i'm like i don't have a math class that i don't have to spend four hours on and neglect every single other class i can actually focus on my classes instead of this one class and that's when i realized i cannot take another math again (laughs) yeah i'm thinking you know you know what i'm gonna do after this i don't know but it's not gonna involve math and yeah. I have to tell you, it's so much more manageable. Like it is like I can actually do it and actually put time and effort, effort. into it instead of it just being on the back burner all the time. Cause I got to study for math. Cause if I don't, I'm going to fail. Like oh. all the stuff like that's brought forward. And I'm like, I can actually look at it. I can learn it. I can take my time with it. Whereas before I couldn't. So those are the differences I've felt. And I really enjoy waking up, you know, in my own bed and going to school and then just coming back when I'm done and cooking lunch and all that's great. Yeah. You're able to do your thing. Yeah. It's pretty great work and all that. Like, and the fact that it's only like 10 minutes away too. It's pretty like convenient. 15, 20 minutes away from. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's pretty much what I've been up to, like school wise. So funny enough, it only took every bit of two days for some girl to ask me out nice nice oh i mean i was like i don't know dude which what was her name um we'll remain anonymous oh uh, okay. i don't yeah, want to yeah. like i don't want to like put it out there yeah but uh she i don't know nice enough but i was just like dude really like after two days no, two days yeah. i have sat in front of you in the next desk two days like you need to like slow down a little bit, but See, uh, <laughs> they're either I'm either it has something to do with me or chicks like that aren't amazing because like I can't find them anywhere. Well, I gotta tell you, the uh, student population less than average in attractiveness, <laughs> so that throws another wrench in my but No, 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 no! I gotta tell you, there are some gems. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, some solid eights, eight, even at eight point four, like that high, you know. And I, I ain't giving out tens, but the average, the median, the median here. Is I ain't about, giving out tens. I ain't giving Put out that tens. on a fucking t-shirt. <laughs> but the median here is like five. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that's the kind of math you can do. Yeah, pretty much. I can do math <laughs> when it comes to girl, I guess, but that's about it. So. <laughs> I'm not handing out tens. That's gonna be on the next merch drop. That's right, dude. We're gonna what? Let's do. We should uh, create some new merch. Well, project. I want to wait for or the stuff we have right now to start mm-hmm. selling a little bit more. Sure. Yeah. Um, Musingsandmen.com/slash/shop. 
Get her down. Go check it out, man. Go check yeah. it out. Go check it out. Mm-hmm. Ladies, gents, and everything in between. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. So, like, so how many, because I know a ton of people from high school. Um, go oh, to yeah. my, how, like, how many people did you recognize and how many people did you not recognize but realize, like, oh, I went to high school with you? A bunch. It's really, really? weird. No, I got to say, it's really weird seeing people who I went to high school with two years ago mm-hmm. here now. And I'm like, oh, shit. It comes full circle. Yeah. And I was like, damn it. You know? <laughs> um, Initial reaction. Fuck. Oh, my God. And everybody asked me, like, oh, my God, what happened to you? Like, where did you go? Why are you here? And I'm like, uh leave me alone leave me alone i'm just just don't i don't this is why i don't want to see people i know although yeah. a, a few has been nice i saw leah like you oh, remember her yeah leah thompson like, yeah no 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 keith oh yeah 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 i saw dude i was just walking out and i saw her and i was like yo what's up what i, I didn't know she was going there but that was cool yeah um that was like the first friend i made in high school but um yeah I, oh and then you know obviously oh god um, when's labor day that is next weekend i might be coming home legit for a long weekend because the way i have it set up is i can get home on thursday at like six oh damn even maybe right. earlier because i have an online lecture class it's self-taught so i don't really have to be there nah, i can just turn on the zoom and then go or whatever yeah and I might be able to like make it home and then have like a Ooh. like have Thursday late afternoon, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I have an online class that I can do and then I can hang out all day Monday. Dude, so I, have like a four, I basically have like um, like a three to four day weekend. Dude, you're grooving, man. Yeah. You are grooving. That's great. And what's hilarious is that this was like a last minute schedule too, and it worked out really, really well. Like I, I don't out. know. I don't know how that happened. Like it was in your was favor, dog. Yeah, that's great. It's a reward for me coming back to school. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go, man. Yeah. But I'm, dude, I'm so glad that like you're actually doing well. Cause I was like yeah, thinking, I was thinking about you, you know, all last week. And I'm like, I like, I wonder how he's doing. And you text me, you're doing good. I'm like, that's good. But I was like, I wonder how he's like actually doing. So this is yeah. good. I'm, I was, you know, you know good. You, I, good. Yeah. You know, I, um, cause, I, you know, with my whole rule about I'm only going to smoke when I go home, which, granted you know when i go come home we're like it's gonna be dear <laughs> God, real fast. Fast. i don't Great. drink i don't i don't do nicotine and i realized you know and I, i've told you this before like i don't i'm not like addicted i just kind of feel like it's it's something to do when it's in front of me but when i, I don't have immediate yeah. access to it mm-hmm. it's like i don't i don't feel the yeah. need for it it's actually i i did some research it's uh nicotine's actually kind of a weak chemical a weak addictive chemical all it does is in your brain it kind of connects neurons in a certain way i'm probably messing this up but it's not a very strong addictive thing at the end of the day now yeah it's all about willpower mm -hmm, but it's it's fun to do it makes mundane things interesting to do you're writing a paper you know puff puff you're outside Puff, puff puff it's like puff puff that's good man like you know yeah but it's but yeah but thank you for that like i'm i'm really like i'm really proud of myself and you should be you know if i if i really just focus on what i need to do it's really not that difficult exactly and studying bro, yeah. and taking notes i mean because mm-hmm. the way i see it is i'm here to get an education and that's right. where i kind of lost my way last year was i was like oh i'm 
you know, I'm just, this is, just feels like high school and I don't really have to do this. And then it's like, mm -hmm. I actually want to do this. Good. And it becomes easier Good. when I have the motivation to focus and, mm -hmm. you know, I, you know, discipline myself to not, you know, do my vices and I can just, I can focus on what I need to do. Dude, that's um, the key, man. There you yeah. go. You're on top yeah. of the world. You're high on yeah. the hog, man. That's yeah. great. But yeah, that's the key. Yeah. And it, for me, it's harder to find the motivation to mm -hmm. do it. I still force myself to do it. I'm like, look, dude, you got to just fucking do this. Yeah. And I'm just like, all right, fine. You just got to look at yourself in the mirror. Dry, yeah. motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Like, let's do this. Mm -hmm. like, just get and through I it. Do. Did you see that research paper I sent you? No, I haven't read it yet. Oh, dude, you should. It's great. When you said, like, I did a paper on DMT art, like. Yeah, so that was kind of interesting. Uh, so, so talk about that a little bit. Like, what was the. Right. What was your inspiration? Right. That? So, okay. Um, DMT art is art created by people who have had experiences while on DMT. This is interesting for a couple of reasons. I've, now, I've never done any psychedelics or anything. But I kind of understand where they're coming from. So I had this assignment and it was like, you got to um, just write something about art or whatever, like research or topic, basically. And I was like, you know what? I, I looked up because I was listening to Joe Rogan one day and he mentioned DMT art and I looked it up. Mm -hmm. So he actually had a great podcast with um, one of his recent guests. I'm forgetting the name now, but he's like a, a psychology researcher who basically got funding from the war on drugs to give people DMT and to see what happens. And I was like, yep. I know someone who would like that. Um, but so I was learning about that through that basically. And I did some research and this stuff is out of this world. Like nobody, like nobody on earth really is, can, can I, no worldly experience can explain the things that are drawn, right? Maybe a dream world, but we don't remember much of anything of our dreams. And so what kind of goes on in the DMT art world is, you know, you take DMT, you'll have intense psychedelic hallucinations. It's like a portal to another world, a portal to another dimension. Mm -hmm. Things that we can't see on this earth yep. are visible through this portal. And we have we might even have visions of things that we can't explain it's like teaching calculus to a dog you're getting information from say these beings that might be speaking to you and originally it might be simple like i love you i love you you're great and these just mm -hmm. beings kind of just all over the place in your visionary view talking to you giving you information about yourself about how to deal with things about even information and things that we don't even know how to use again teaching calculus to a dog that's kind of what people describe it to be like and what interests me even more was how this art explains that because some of these pictures and some of these paintings are i mean they're all beautiful and they're so colorful too like they've got so mm. much depth just in i mean pictures worth a thousand words right yeah and course. it's there's so much depth in these like sometimes it might be um like a hallway of you ever been in we haven't been in them but there's these um temples say mm. in like the middle east where okay, they've got yeah. um these kind of pillars and it's open air there's a lot going on but these pillars 
and this roof with an opening on one and opening on another, almost like a tunnel, but it's super wide. And mm. there's a, all these pillars in perfect rows, right? And they're all colorful and beautiful. Imagine that, but it's all kind of painted pink and red shades. And the columns are thick. And each side, there's four sides of the column. And each column has a face on it. And that face is talking to you. And it's trying to tell you stuff. And you just kind of walk down this hallway and it's like, whoa. It's like all these faces like chatting you. Mm -hmm. Right. And some of it is pretty interesting because a lot of them have beings in them, kind of gods almost. Mm. And what you'll see is this. I mean, it's it's all super trippy, but what you'll see is like this God kind of sitting cross-legged in a meditation pose up on a throne and a pathway of colorful stones up to him. And he is all brightly colored like a peacock and he's speaking and he's speaking, but all around the entire surrounding is like almost it's either galaxy. It's either the galaxy, a lot of stars and dark, you know, against the night sky, or it's super colorful and there's a lot going on and there might be bushes that are like this, but Mm. there's just so much to it that is so, um it's it's just so fascinating the just just the art from it now what does the art mean well it's hard for somebody who hasn't had that experience to fully understand and you know recognize these little things however you can if you listen to somebody who had these experiences and then drew them out and really had an in-depth painting like that's Mm -hmm. interesting to me and so the chemical dmt is actually found in everything everything plants people all animals that are known they've done studies and there's dmt in every animal now where it's mostly made in humans is the patella gland in the brain and when people and when people die um they claim to see like a white light or whatever and now what does dmt do well it opens the portal to another dimension maybe that's the afterlife Maybe that's how it could be the entrance to the afterlife. I think it is. I think it might be like if If everything fires off in your brain when you die. Mm -hmm. Wow. It's so it's actually what happens when you die is DMT is like released like a ton, you know, it's everywhere. It's also in your lungs, too, but but it's in less quantities in your lungs. But we have receptors to it all over. So that's when like when you smoke DMT, it's like, you know, whoa. And so they actually did a study. And I think this was in London. Um, They did a study where they gave a bunch of people DMT four times a day. And um, the trip only lasts for about 20 minutes. But they asked them, what did you learn? What did you see? Describe everything. It was intense kind of 15 minute debrief of everything I experienced, everything that they, you know, like what happened? What did you see? Um, Did they talk? What did you hear? You know, what did you learn? And each different, each trip got progressively more in depth and progressively more intense. Mm-hmm. And by the end of it, and of course, if you fight it, it's going to make it worse. Um, oh, but, if you don't, if you don't go with the yeah. flow, it, it can screw and you. That's so, a so bad, bad trip. Yep. But what was interesting is that they tried this out on people with schizophrenia and with PTSD. I'll talk about schizophrenia next, but with PTSD, they brought soldiers from Iraq. So this is in California, I think. Um, they did um, some studies on patients with DM with uh, PTSD, gave them DMT, and 
what they saw was that they got better. Mm-hmm. They actually worked through the problems that they had. They were able to work through them and get better. And that's, yeah. oh. and they're doing research now on psychedelic treatment for PTSD and other things. And another thing with schizophrenia, this is a completely different and equally as fascinating little facet here is that Mm -hmm. they've done research on people with schizophrenia and they found that they have a higher level of DMT in their lungs. And recently they only thought it was in their lungs, but they found it in more places in their body. So my theory, all schizophrenia people, maybe, depends on if it's severe, if it's not, they might be tripping all the time. Whoa. Which would explain how they have hallucinations and they tell you that there's something over there. That's why when you see the homeless man on the mall and he's talking to the tree, that tree might actually be talking to him back and he might be schizophrenic and with more DMT in his body, he might be actually tripping. Oh, interesting. And what they've done, what they've done with mice is they've inhibited DMT receptors in the entire body. Mm-hmm. And so what they think they can do with schizophrenic people, this is all hypothesis, of course, is you block the receptors for DMT in people with schizophrenia. All of a sudden, maybe they will come out of it. They'll be cured. They'll be cured. Like cured. Yeah. Wow. Maybe that's the thing. So that's that's the extent of my research. wow okay because i i know about like i watched the documentary about how mdma um they use that veterans, too yeah yeah mm-hmm. mdma molly um you know is used in uh treatments for soldiers with ptsd and it like wow. really really helps them and other psychedelics but i had no clue about dmt and like schizophrenia yeah like that's kind of a crazy DMT actually lives in our i mean i knew a little bit about the fact that we had dmt in our heads to an extent, yeah but the fact that that might be the ex- explanation to schizophrenia and mental illness like, like isn't that crazy dude that's insane so, so i learned uh, so just a quick um promo that's rick strassman on joe rogan listen to rick that strassman. episode it's number 1854 that's where i got that started with thinking about this yeah so, yeah Wow, cool. Yeah. Give that one a list. Actually, that's really interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought so. Should make people rethink about how they view psychedelics. and. I I think we need to, as a society, we need to rethink the scheduling of these drugs and especially psychedelics. Now, it's a lot better that we call them psychedelics rather than like just like drugs or whatever because i mean obviously there's a stigma around it and yeah some people went too far but you need to educate people on something like you can abuse alcohol really easily right Mm. you can abuse caffeine really easily i probably do that um but who doesn't who doesn't right uh because in the 60s they had a lot of problems with that yeah oh it was this thing like when because acid came out or didn't come out but it was made in the 30s by accident and then the whole idea with like counterculture is, you know, like the acid heads, the hippies and, you know, obviously, unfortunately, you know, the, the hippie, the idea of being a hippie was really stigmatized. Yeah. And, you know, if you were a hippie, you smoked weed and did acid. And that's unfortunately where the 
really, really, really harsh thing that comes from. And of course, nowadays it's a lot more accepted, but you know, obviously like the federal government doesn't see it that way. Like, nope. and, and that's why I think we need to do like a rescheduling of drugs because mm-hmm. you can't say with, I mean, with the research that we've got on say marijuana now, like that's completely different than what it was even 20 years ago. Years ago. Oh, like, of course, yeah. I mean, we know so much more and we're so much, well, we've barely scratched the surface though. That's sure. Thing. That's the, yeah. Like we have a whole new world of, Okay, here's some and a trend I've been noticing in, in life and everything mm-hmm. is that, you know, up until a couple of years ago, really, we were kind of like the kind of thing that you would do if you were sick is you would go to the doctor, they would give you medication, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, they still do this. But people nowadays are kind of starting to rethink some of that. And they're saying, you know, maybe putting your bare feet on the ground actually has benefits and maybe medicinal effects there's a lot of different things you can do with your body like meditation and yoga and people kind of i don't think that they fully accepted or understood the health benefits of all of those things like they were just they would rather substitute with medicine other than just doing those things legalize meth right yeah so um and actually something interesting is um that rick strassman talked about is you can have a psychedelic experience if you just, if you, so, so there's this breathing technique that you can do. And I'm not hundred percent sure about it. I haven't tried it, but if you inhale and exhale, like really deeply and really quickly for like 10 minutes or whatever, apparently you can actually trip. And so what does the oxygen deprivation like, trigger the dmt i don't know what i don't know what goes on but you can actually like have a psychedelic experience and people said that they've done it and like it's and they've got like centers where you can go and do it um somewhere but i, I think that you know a good way to because i know oregon's actually doing a, a legalizing shrooms uh yep. in january so something i thought about um was maybe you could have trip centers where yeah. you could have a trip sitter and you could have a whole facility dedicated to it's like a safe place to do psychedelics yeah and the thing with it the thing with the psychedelics overall is like there is a a shift in the stigma going on Mm. you know there is there 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 are people who are kind of saying all right you know maybe we should take a closer look at this like they've done with marijuana recently and with other things like People need to kind of just take it all in, mm-hmm. you know, because they need to be more open minded about it. Yeah. yeah. And well, research needs to be done. And we mm-hmm. haven't scratched the surface on what these things fully do. So we don't even know. Yeah. But for I mean, why would you make something illegal that people all over the world have been using for thousands since of, dawn of since the dawn of time? Like, yeah. why would you schedule it in that way? But I don't know. There's much kind of thoughts on it yeah very wow yeah cool and it that's kind of neat though because before you you never did anything like that at ccu no no that that thought process never it made never made you think like that no it didn't or classes or no no or no classes there didn't encourage you to think like that 
No, no, they didn't. I was taking strictly math and science courses. So I mean, I would be, you know, it's not really arts, really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. But this, but but this, I don't know, taking this art appreciation class kind of gave me a window to look at something a little differently Mm -hmm. and a little deeper. Yeah. I was like, you know, DMT art looks cool. Let's learn about it. Yeah. Let's see the actual process. Like psychedelic art is a completely unique set, your subset of a culture and subset of art. Like, it's kind of overlooked yeah. and a lot of people don't even know about it. It's kind of interesting. I don't know. I'll have to give it a look. Uh, yeah. Some interesting works on there. Yeah. Right. But, on. Uh, yeah. Right on. <laughs> huh. Did I ever tell you that I had the chance to do DMT and I didn't do it? Why not? Because I was freaked out about it. I understand. I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't do it. And yet. that's the thing, too, is people that have done DMT, they I've watched stuff on it. They tell you if you even hesitate a little bit before you do it, don't do it. Mm. Because it'll it'll turn into a bad trip really, really quickly, and then right. you don't know how to control it. Yeah, I'm, I'm bad at... I, I don't think I would be good at psychedelics because... I think about things too much and I question things too much. Yeah. I question myself too much. So I don't, yeah. And then it makes you look yeah. at yourself and you're like, Oh, I don't know if I like this. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Of course I'm, I'm okay. Like, you know, I'm, I can, I can still be interested in it. Right. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. And you know, I am in a way, a lot of ways, actually I'm interested in, in psychedelics, not from a user perspective, but just mm. from a broader kind of like what's going on here. You know, it's interesting to me. You know what it does and how it how it affects people and and all those things. You want to know more about the world that we live in. That's an extension of it. Is it is it is. It's kind of an understudied one at this point, but we're getting more you know research in on it. I I just think it's kind of interesting. So it's there. Yeah, yeah. Man, I'm gonna have to start taking in our in our appreciation class, dude. Hell yeah. um yeah go up to the teacher be like all right this next work i found on the web is uh dmt art uh i don't know if y'all are familiar with this or not bro but this is uh this is satan over here and he's kind of drawn a circle around this little sheep i don't know what he's done but maybe you can help me out i don't know buddha's playing the guitar jesus in the corner smoking weed i don't know what was going on (laughs) what's going on man but that's what i saw (laughs) yeah yeah and what if you became like a psychedelic artist you like took some shrooms and just drew what you saw well actually yeah that would be pretty interesting because i I have seen some shit like while Mm -hmm. on shrooms and you can ask ben about this but we saw like a multicolored octopus right and it was really, really weird because he saw it like in the physical world. When I closed my eyes, I would see flashes of color and tentacles. And, it, and we saw the same thing, though. Mm-hmm. And that's, we were yeah. linked. And it's it was, a portal, dude. It, it's, a, it's like, that's the thing. Like, I think people, you know, they'll undermine it. They're like, oh, you were just super high. It's like, no, there actually might be some validity to this. Yeah. I mean, and people that have done DMT together. You know, have a shared experience. Have shared experiences. They've met each other in this other world. Which is, it's like the metaverse. Yep. Crazy. See, that's the cooler metaverse. That's, it's, instead <laughs> of all this like technology bullshit, we need to be focusing on like that kind of ex- experiences for humans. Yeah, it is an experience. What we've got to do if we're going to make it like totally safe and effective and like 
you know, actually kind of, well, you got to know the facts. You got to know how to educate people. You got to know how to warn people. You got to know when to take it, when not to. Those are the things you got to kind of think about and you got to instruct people accordingly. If someone comes to you, he's like, I want to trash him. It's like, I don't know if you're the best candidate. Yeah. You, and you need really to know yourself well to determine if you're, if those drugs are appropriate for you, Mm -hmm. because you know, a lot of people are like, Oh, I want to be trippy and all that and be cool. And it's like, no, do it because you have a reason for it. Don't do it just because of the clout. Yeah. Like, I don't think I'm there per se because I, yeah, and I know that I'm not. I mean, maybe later. Some, someday. Know. Like, someday. Never like, never say never. No, I'll never ever say never ever. It's like, maybe one day, but I don't know. I don't really have a reason to. I don't really, I don't know. Here's some interesting, like altering your state of consciousness. It's like, hey, what's going on in your brain to like actually produce like all that? Like, I don't know what's going on. But like, what's even more interesting is kind of what is, I I would like to do it with a purpose. Like, if I do anything, it's with intent. And I don't have intent. So I don't know. Right on. Yeah. And and yeah, and that, that is a good point. Do things with intent, or do Always. psychedelics with intent, because and date women with you... intent. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Word of the day. Word of the day. Um, what time is it? Okay. Would it, real quick. Would it be cool? Because like I'm actually really really hungry. Would yeah. it be cool if I'm gonna be? I eat usually pretty quickly and dining hall is not that far away would it be cool if like we took a break for just like a little bit and then i eat come back and then we do the rest of this yeah we we can do that sure are you you busy i mean i should i'm not not busy i need to eat too um but like if you give me a ballpark and um i'll just leave this running do you want to leave it running because that can all be strung together or where are you at like Whatever. I'm, makes in, more I'm sense. in a common room. Like I don't, I don't oh, Okay, all right. No, no, for sure, for sure, dog. Um Yeah, I mean I can I can splice stuff together, man. It's no biggie. Cool. I, I appreciate it. Um yeah. do you want to meet back up at like what was it now? Almost seven, like eight? Eight. Um yeah, I can meet back up at eight. Cool. All mm-hmm. right. All right, cool. Yeah, we'll finish this off. I'll just all right. yeah, all right. all right. Cool, bro. Yeah. All right. I will all see right. you today. I'll see you today, bro. Cool. Hey. Uh, we're back dinner we how was back. it wasn't bad wasn't bad they were running low in a lot of shit and i noticed that you know they have like almost every night um at the dining hall the conveyor belt that you put your dishes on is always stopped whenever i put my stuff up there like it's just mm. top to bottom filled with dishes right and then i looked at the serving sizes on these plates and it wouldn't even be good enough for a toddler. You like, know, the tiniest portions that I think I've ever seen on like, as damn. far as like a pre-made meal goes. That's and fun. it's like, if you just put more food on the thing, you wouldn't have people constantly going back and getting more dishes. It's true. And then this you wouldn't stop up production, you know? Yeah. Was it like it? Um, like the last time I was up there, they had the plate you can go and get. You can, yeah, go, you can and go and yep, you can go and get food. Oh, okay. And that's the thing. Like they had there, there's hardly anything on them. Oh damn. And they're just constantly getting backed up. And it's really nasty to look at and, uh, as your last thing. And got an idea. Bring your own plate. 
Bring a ball. Uh, you know? Yeah. And then it just, could be economical. I mean, it's an idea. Be like, hey, I want to get more of this uh, souffle. Right. Yeah. Give me, load me up. On, you know? That should be like a part of the welcome package is like they give you like a plate and like a set of utensils and they're like, all right, don't lose this. Yeah. <laughs> that could be, that could be an idea. You know, I remember at Coastal, they did that. There was this thing you could get this. Okay. It was always a fucking hassle to get it. Mm. But this is little green box you open up and you can just go in there and just steal as much as you want and take it back to your room. Um, I don't oh, know if GMU cool. has that, but no, we they're pretty strict about not letting you take stuff back to the dorm. Like you kind of have to eat it, eat it in 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 the, house, yeah, in house. Yep. Yeah. Cool. So, nice. Yeah, but anyway, um, <laughs> so what's like with um, everything else going on? I mean, do you have anything big coming up or anything like noteworthy? I guess. Big. Um. Oh, my birthday's next week. Oh, I just yeah, remember. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thirty first of August. Yeah, we're gonna be twenty. Big two zero. Yeah. So you got anything planned? No. Nah. Well, yeah, I'm gonna skip my business law class. Nice. My nice. only. E- you know what? I hate. I hate having an evening class. Right. Oh. Uh, some, yeah. some bitch starts at seven. Dude. Yeah. I'm. Dude. It's eight fifteen by the time I get out of there. I'm ready for bed. I'm like, it's time to wind this puppy down. And it's like, I only just got out of class. What am I doing? You know? Yep. But uh, I'm going to skip you that. Stay, so do you stay on campus the entire day or do you no. go? No. So, okay. So I got a weird schedule. Um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I've got a class at like 10 and then one at 1 p.m. So I've got two hours. It's not really worth it to go all the way home and then it's 30 minutes and then all the way back. That's an hour. I only got an hour here. What am I going to do? It's a lot of driving, a lot of gas. I don't want to do that. Yeah. So um, I kind of, st- I found a good place to bronze, but until the weather's bad, I don't, I'll just be doing that. Yeah. Or work in the library if there's space. It's a really small oh, library. Study time, yeah. Like that's really what I'll be doing is studying, getting work done and all that just so I don't have that to do. But besides that, I mean, Tuesday, Thursday, I do have back-to-back classes, 9.30 to like 10.45 and then 11 to like 12.15. And then I'm out of there. I can go home, make some burgers and chill. Like that's not bad. Mm. Um, And then on Monday and Wednesday, I've got an evening class. that's like 7 to 8.15. So it's kind of a drag, but it's what it is. Oh, that's not bad. That's not late at all. No. Well, I had a class that got out at like 10. Damn. Yeah. No, it's it. college classes can run pretty fucking late. And oh, yeah. long too. It's not fun. Dude, the hour and a half classes I took like last year. Mm-hmm. Dude, three hour labs. Get out. Oh, like, I'm taking one um, for my Thursday class. I have to get up. It starts at like nine. No, 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 no. It's like it goes from like 10 to one. Ooh, and then I have to go to my religions class like thirty minutes after, and then fifteen minutes after that I have to go to another lecture class. So I basically have classes from like all the way from ten thirty all the way to four. But at least Ooh. I get off late afternoon, so I'm not into the night. Yeah, it's not bad. No, damn though that that's that's all your day right there. Yeah, I, I mean, mean that's yeah, it's not fun. And then. Yeah, and then I have like the criminology class is like two and a half hours. It's a big lecture mm-hmm. class. Yeah, 
I don't know what it is, man, but like freshmen and, you know, so obviously there were the kids like below us, like, you know, graduated last year. They look like either little kids or they look like they're 30. One of the two, never both. It's never, there's no in between. It's either 12 years old or 30. Yeah. Yeah. Weird as shit. And God forbid one of those freshman girls comes up to you and then it's like, hey, Andrew, like, hi. And you're, you got to be like, can I see your ID? Yeah. No. Are you, are you over 18? Like, seriously. And you don't look it. Exactly. I'm not going to trust that. Well, and that's the thing too. You have high schoolers sneaking into. That's true. It's actually not as uncommon as people yeah. think of like mm-hmm. high schoolers sneaking onto college campuses. Oh yeah, and they I mean, mess around and they. We, I've heard we, of we, some we've people, done that. Yeah, no, we we've walked around UVA and you know, but at least it wasn't like in class, like in class no. during in session. Like we just walked around like the outside of it, and we walked around like uh, the the frat house. Remember that one time we went like almost inside the frat house. We did, and then I'm actually really glad we didn't because yeah, we would have got knocked out. Well, because those guys like they know who's who's supposed to be there and who isn't. Like, I'm sure, yeah. Like people shit on people that are in fraternities and sororities for being complete dumbasses, but they're very aware. They know who their people are, and they're very <laughs> like when they want to be like they want to lock onto someone and say like get the fuck out. They'll do that. Like yeah, sure, but they have also that confidence to yeah. their confrontal. So like mm-hmm. they'll get in your face and tell you get the fuck out of my party. But they're also super insecure. Yeah, like so insecure, it's ridiculous. And all you gotta say is one thing, and they start fuming, and then it's like, all right, dude. Yeah. It's like oh, you have a small cock, and it's like, what did you just say? And I'm like, bro, chill out. But if somebody said that to me, I'm like, dude, you're right. I don't know how you guess. Like, yeah, I'd be like, all right, you want to see? Yeah, I'd be like, like when I look down in the shower, like, like, yeah, like you, you had to have fun with it. You like, got to, man. It's yeah. like, yeah, when I look down in the shower, I can't even see it. Like, it's just not even there. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, my tape measure judges me for it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't even find it half the time. Like, yeah. it's so small. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch has got to play Sherlock Holmes with it. That's right. That's right, man. Gotta Find a magnifying glass. <laughs> that's right. Oh. <sighs> but yeah, yeah. You get. I mean, you gotta have fun with some of that. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, because if you can't laugh at yourself, then it's like, what the fuck's point? You doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I tend to take myself too seriously, and it's. I do it's, that. It's I, I catch myself doing that sometimes. Yeah, like it's awful because I'm like stressed about like this and that and it's like none of that matters or it's yeah, like exactly. you're taking this way too seriously and you don't need to be thinking taking that it. far ahead mm-hmm. and i'm like all right dude. yeah and it's that's something i've actually gotten better with recently is like not taking things to heart when i realize mm-hmm. it's just people yeah. messing around or that's just people right, like, yeah mm-hmm. whatever like i'm not gonna let it ruin my day yeah no I'm, for sure i'm better than that yeah or whatever so. yeah no definitely man i'm kind of kind of been done like kind of the same thing i used to be like i'm getting better at this but i'm a literal person mm-hmm. and like sometimes jokes go over my head and i, I look like an idiot and i'm like it's like and well, then, why is everyone laughing yeah and then afterwards i'm like oh all uh, right but then i make a joke at like the wrong time and it's like <laughs> all right you fucking idiot like yeah come on. and i'm like yeah i'm a dumbass <laughs> it's like putting grandma on the ground it's like wonder how she's gonna taste of the worms <laughs> <laughs> yeah something like that <laughs> but, 
My day was. Right. If you ever get married more than once, I'm gonna pull the joke of well, "Welcome <laughs> back, everyone." Oh, dude, that that'd be so funny. I'll do the same for you. That's probably gonna happen. Yeah, uh, down to yeah. I was like, man, man, you you really had to do that. I thought your first wife was pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> and then you will probably get kicked in the nuts by all the bridesmaids. Probably. Yeah. And if I'm unmarried at that point. I'm going to be like, all right, ladies, 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 let's hold up now. Calm all down, right. calm down. Calm ladies. down, calm down. You pr- promise me I can at least fuck three of you. I am single. Let's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> who wants a drink? <laughs> but Oh, dude, at my wedding, it's going to be open bar. Oh, for sure. You should have um, open a weed bar. That's what I'm. That was what I was gonna say. Like, you oh yeah, everyone. The gift bags, like, and it's gonna be like a no kids sort of thing, <laughs> where at the like, at the reception, like, everyone's gonna have like, um, like Bud in the middle of the table, and you can just like, it'll be like maybe hookahs or something. Where like, oh it, damn, super fucking big. <laughs> Dude, what if uh, what if somebody brings their kids to your wedding? Like, I want. Uh, I'm gonna let them know ahead of time. Like, hey, if you bring your kid, it's not my fault if they see some shit that's gonna scar them. Yeah, yeah. Like, apparently, my dad got into like the my parent my grandparents' wine cellar when he was like five, and he got like super drunk. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, at wine's my wedding, a, yeah, one's a fun thing. I don't know at my wedding. It's probably gonna be all up to her. I mean, I want to. I don't. I don't know. But. I'll definitely be invested for sure. But I, you know, I think I'd love to have a little bud bar. A little, you know? yeah, just a little something. You know, something. a little, little something for the for the adults. Yeah. But you know, because my entire family's gonna be there. So but they're oh, all be, yeah. they're all adults. I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So. And it's your it's your wedding anyway. So. Yeah. yeah. I want yeah, yeah. I'll figure it out. More like she'll figure it out. Yeah. And I'll help. But yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll help you play in the weed part. Oh hell yeah, dog! <laughs> no, I'll, I'll tell you what. Like, let me know like a few months ahead of time, and I'll get a good grow going, and I'll just bring <laughs> trash bags full of weed. To the oh, that's, dude, that's funny. Yeah, just don't go anywhere international for your wedding, so I can actually bring the shit. Oh, we'll be broke enough that that won't be an issue. <laughs> Next I'll state down is probably the only thing. <laughs> yeah, get married at the Walmart. Mm-hmm. Walmart, and then have the uh, have the have the honeymoon in the, in the men's McDonald's. in the men's bathroom in the men's yeah <laughs> get a three for one that's right you get the wedding so so you go into walmart man it's all inclusive you mm-hmm. got the uh the reception at uh the like subway service or desk yep. you get the um the that's the i don't even know how a wedding works but, oh wait, no, no, no. The reception is no. the um, that's the food part. That'll be a that's, subway. That's the app. That's after the ceremony. Yeah, you have the, the ceremony, ceremony at like the customer service desk. Yeah. Initiated by the greeter. Yeah. Um, and then you have the honeymoon in the men's bathroom. <laughs> Typical. Typical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's what's actually really sad is that people have probably done that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, Walmart, I mean, yeah. Like anything's ha- every anything and everything's happening. Yeah, Walmart's a one-stop shop, man. Only place you can get a haircut for twenty bucks. Of course, you know, haircut costs you five bucks, but the hat you have to wear the next two weeks is going to cost you fifteen. Fifteen, yeah. You know, you get all your grocery shopping done. Yeah. You can have a romantic dinner. You get yeah. your oil changed. Your tires rotated. 
get some guns. And get a gun. You get a gun, you know, get some camping equipment, yeah. like some plants for the yard. And I gas. Mean, <laughs> and gas, like everything you ever want. I don't want yeah. It's a man's world. That's right. That's right. <laughs> or man, man's, man's world in a store. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, yeah, but could you have you ever seen those pictures of people getting married at like a mcdonald's yeah so apparently if you work there you can get like a discount for hosting the wedding at a mcdonald's for like uh, you can do it like super cheap well not that i would at, ever do yeah, that because nah. i would i would never work at mcdonald's <laughs> no, I, well i guess if you work at mcdonald's that's a pretty good deal yeah so they're uh i don't know like do, do they do they pay more than minimum wage now i don't i don't know i think they do i mean yeah i know it's not the worst pay in the world i know it's not great but it's not like no. for fast food it's not terrible i guess um, oh speaking of fast food i have officially am done with jersey mics whoa right on brother yep how's it feel really really good because and it, it wasn't really my decision like because it was it was one of the well okay i didn't get fired basically like when i when yeah no, it wasn't anything like that no trust me i would have to really fuck yeah. up to get fired from there sure and yeah no i uh-huh. i wouldn't deserve a job if i got fired yeah. but um you know so i the way i kind of found out was you know i was like oh i'm gonna be back for christmas and they're like we're not gonna have a job for you and i'm like okay wait did, did they say why no, they. I, I guess they just don't do that. Which it, they don't work with you on your schedule. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. we'll put this on the Patreon. But they have people that will storm off of the slicer grill because they feel overwhelmed and cry at work, argue with the, argue with managers. They keep those wow. people on, mm-hmm. and yet they don't at least maybe take me into consideration for when I come back for break. That just ain't right. I mean, and if that's the thing. And that showed me, I'm like, okay, yeah. I see how you guys really are. Like, yeah. I mean, I, and that's the thing. And that kind of was like, okay, I don't want to work for these people. No. Cause I remember like, your other bosses were great, right? Like they, they let were, you, yeah, so the, the manager from mm-hmm. the last owners, she was excellent. Like me yeah. and her and her husband, like we hung out, we were actually like friends, like, and I, I'm yeah. friends with them and I'm actually going to go down and see them in like a month or something. Oh, nice. Yeah. You know, like we have like that kind of like friendship. Nice. And, you know, and she was, you know, she was always like, hey, like, you know, we really appreciate you being around. Like, you know, whenever you come back for break or whenever you need like, you know, some money or mm-hmm. some hours, like just hit me up. That's and great. These guys, it's like, you know, they're like, you know, they're like, oh, you're one of our, you know, better employees or, oh, you're a great employee. And then they're like, oh, but we're not going to hold a job for you. Or at least that's bullshit, man. I mean, it is bullshit, well, especially for that place who can barely yeah. hold anyone down. Uh-huh. When we've had five new hires walk out in the last month and a half. Like, damn, I don't know. like get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah, that ain't right, man. I mean, you you deserve a better job anyway. You've earned it. Oh, yeah. And I'm and it's. I'm gonna be yeah. trying to work at like Chipotle or um Death? Oh man, Chipotle. Chipotle or uh Starbucks. Because oh, Starbucks nice. they pay really, really well and they also help you with tuition. That is a big yeah. plus. Oh no, you, you get like benefits. Even for a part-time worker, you get fucking benefits. And so I kind of found out from just talking to other people that Jersey Mike's is like the shit place to work in Charlottesville Damn. for fast food. Wow. Besides like McDonald's or like any of the burger joints. Mm-hmm. Sure. But yeah. It's it's like on the lower end of 
bro, get you a job at Starbucks, man. Ooh, I'm gonna I'm gonna apply. Want, yeah. Um, I think what I might do is, um, I'm gonna apply when a little bit before Christmas. Okay, like I'm gonna yeah. go on Indeed and just see like what's around and mm-hmm. make some phone calls and just put in applications and just so I can work like during the holidays and then um work a little bit before england and then i have the rest of the summer to get a job Hell yeah brother there you go um, yeah. come on but, All right, dude that's dude i mean this is like an evolution mm-hmm. you know you you started i mean carter mountain and then jersey mics you've been at jersey mics for like what three years almost yeah start of mm-hmm. almost three years almost three um, years. and it's like yeah it was I a mean, pandemic job right yeah <laughs> um this is you know, great, it's man. time, you know, Moss Slunker fat on the Rolling Stones, so gotta right, keep on keeping on. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. There you go. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's it's one of those just I'm glad to be away from it. Dude, right on, bro. I'm proud of you, man. That's great. Yeah. Nice. But yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Nice. It's it's yeah. a it's a good time, but and I'm sure oh. Starbucks will, or wherever you go will pay better too. Oh, any any know. place will pay better than Jersey Mike. Yeah. <laughs> like any any place. Yeah. But yeah. So it um it's also encouraging because um like going forward I'm gonna be doing like more of like what I want to do with myself later in life and I'm gonna yeah. be working towards that. So it's you mm-hmm. know it's always like a constant like step in the right direction and figuring that stuff out and as long as you don't go backwards anywhere it's forwards exactly yeah exactly but fuck i think the sounds like the roof's starting to come down oh that ain't good infrastructure come on joe (laughs) come on handyman (laughs) yeah yeah um but oh and i also have to say like since we were talking about college before. This dorm is so much nicer than my other one. Dude, I bet. Yeah. Because, um, like, you remember Dominion. Mm-hmm. And, oh, it was, I mean, it was like a jail cell. Yeah, I've, I've lived in that before. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it sucks. Like, yeah. And this one actually has walls. and <laughs> Actually has walls. Yeah, yeah. like proper walls and a nice. bathroom. Nice. And a shower that doesn't have concrete in the bottom of it and runs off into the floor. Like it's a proper shower. Nice, and, nice. You know, it's like, damn, I really had low expectations. <laughs> yeah, man. Which, God, dude, there you go, man. You know, but good shit. Yeah, when you and Ben come up, like it'll be, it'll be a good time. We'll be grooving. Yeah. Nice. Do you have like a living room common area? Um, not really. It's. Like when you walk in, it's um like a small little room, and then on the wall that the door is attached to, there's like a big ass mirror and two sinks, and then on oh, your I right, yeah, yeah, yeah. then on your right mm-hmm. is the bathroom and the shower. It's separate, and then um then you have ahead of you two singles, and then I'm in the double at the uh, end. No, I yeah, I lived in something similar, and uh, in all the girls' dorms that I saw. Mm-hmm. I always had I heart Dilf's flag hanging on the wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of images that are burnt into my head from that, but yeah, man. Yeah, it's like 
I've noticed with college, like people that like decorate their college bedrooms, like it's all just the same shit. Yeah, it's, it's all either like, like SpongeBob or Dilf or pretty Milf. much, pretty much, yeah. Saturdays are for the boys. That's popular. Yep. Um, nah, yeah, you're right though. Like, it's all the same shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> funny though i mean gosh i will say like i will i was thinking about this a while ago but because somebody reached out to me from coastal and was like hey you coming back to do the sailing thing and i remembered that was what i lived for there oh nice like that was my place of joy and of excitement Mm. and adventure was going sailing with these honestly really good people and i will miss that i do miss that i miss you know the experience i miss the people um on the crew and all that like they were good people you know what they don't have a sailing club at piedmont (laughs) no they don't unfortunately but they have a uh it's kind of funny they've got like a community garden Mm -hmm. i'm thinking about sneaking a few palms in there just you know here and there oh there you go yeah, I got a ton of seedlings I need to figure out what to do with. <laughs> the season's crop was quite tremendous. So nice, nice. Yeah. But uh anyway, mm. it was this <laughs> with the sailing club, like that that was my thing. But yeah. of course, you know, one thing is never enough to keep you oh, of course, yeah. somewhere. But anyway, like there are things, even even the places that you dislike, there's always certain parts about it that you're gonna miss. Oh, of course. Yeah, mm-hmm. not truly. I mean, not everything, unless, you know, you ask like a pessimist, sure. not everything <laughs> is truly terrible. No, at a place you didn't like or an experience that you didn't like. No. There are aspects that, you know, yeah. sometimes you really have to look for them, but you, oh, can, yeah. you can find those experiences of mm-hmm. like, you know, the small hits of joy and all that. So Yeah, like a high school, I remember uh, like the shared misery was mm-hmm. kind of what brought it all together. You know? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, interesting what you know can unite and bring people together. Definitely. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Speaking of clubs, I think um, they haven't done like a club fair thing yet. But I'm thinking about joining a couple. Dude, go for it, man. You know? Go for it. Like maybe like the D and D club or something, because I heard yeah. you can actually meet some really cool people. Because it's not just this like underground nerd thing anymore, but like everyone does it. Right. Yeah. And I think it could be it could be a good time. Nice, dude. If you want to do it, go for it. Totally. Yeah. yeah. That sounds fun. My dad used to do D and don't know. I did always kind of see it as like that thing nerds do, but again, I'm ignorant to it, so I have no oh, idea. I mean, it's 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 pretty fun. Like I've I've watched a couple games and like seen like like there's like professional D and D players. Yeah, it right. was like insane for you know like when you think of like a tabletop game. Yeah, that totally. you just play with your buddies. But yeah, you know the cool thing about it is you can like really do whatever the hell you want. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to be a pot smoking surfer that you know uses the power of the waves to crush his enemies and uses his surfboard to impale people yeah and then take a hit of weed to you know (laughs) give himself a stamina boost and then go at it 
<laughs> and then go into a brothel and fuck a bunch of hula bitches. Like, you can do that. Ew. That's pretty sick. <laughs> it's like real world Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> Except you use your imagination. That's even better, dude. It's like DMT trip without the DMT. Yeah. I, dude, I'll give it a go, man. Like yeah, when I'm I up think... there hanging out with you, like I'll go to a D and D thing and I'll I'll join in. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, well, um, we're thinking about um, me and the guys are thinking about like forming our like a D and D party, and nice. I might um, depending on if I get like ear earbuds or not, um, I might like get the stuff like like the dice and a you know handbook or whatever to play. Dude, it. right on, man. That's cool. That's cool, man. Yeah, so nice. <laughs> right on. All right, what else is there? Oh, I figured out something. So one of my professors was describing good listeners and like uh what was the term she used? It was like good basically a good fake listener. And oh, okay. it's somebody who will who will look at you and like give you all the signs that they're listening good, but, but nothing's going on. Yeah, like, but when you ask, out. but when you ask them like, "Hey, what do we talk about?" They're like, "I don't know." And she no, said no. it was really hard to like figure those people out, and I question myself like, "Am I one of those people?" Like, it I, makes you think. You like, know, I kind of think I might be because if you ask me what classes I went to, what we talked about. Most of the time, I couldn't tell you shit. Mm -hmm. So, but I'm sitting there, I'm taking notes, and it's like, yeah, I don't know, dude. Yeah. I mean, if it doesn't interest you, then it doesn't interest you. Like, nah, it, you can't win. No. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sometimes too well, I am till with some people. Like, if some people are just droning on about, like, the most boring shit. It's like, but you I, don't want to listen. No, I don't want to listen, but I don't want to be rude either and mm. cut them off. Because, like, oh, sure, I mean, I, yeah. you know, like, I've had that happen to me and mm -hmm. all that. It's like, yeah, you know, like, just let them talk. But it's, yeah. I feel kind of bad when I'm like, oh, I can't, yeah. I can't really answer, like, the <laughs> uh -huh. questions or whatever. Yeah. Like, the test afterwards, I get an F minus. So. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, you're just kind of there. And then you're like, yeah. oh, that sounds good. And they're like, no, it was terrible. And then you're like, oh, oh, uh, yeah. That's no, that's what I meant. It's, it's, yeah, it, I meant the yeah. ironically. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. I've run into a few of those. And it's like, mm. what can you do? Just hope they don't ask questions. Yes. Let's hope. <laughs> Let's hope. But, uh, yeah. Oh, on an unrelated note, I got a new water bottle. Oh, new, nice. I like that. What's yeah. the uh, symbol on it? It's the Bite Me Cancer logo. Oh, I remember that from your hat. I got like yeah. a whole bunch of stuff, dude. Um, that's awesome. <laughs> I got even uh, grippy socks. Oh, nice, dude. dude those are legit. Did I ever show you the video of? Um, I don't think so. It was the guys doing the podcast, and the guy goes, "Oh yeah, no, my girl Jones me because you know I keep my slides on when we fuck." <laughs> no, I think and you then did, it's like yeah. they're like, "What do you do that for?" And it's like grip. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I did see that. It's funny. Yeah. yeah. Oh, then immediately when they're like, "Do you want groupie socks?" I immediately went to that. <laughs> it's like, "Yes, I do." Yes, I do. Yes, sir. Please. It's oh, like I get a girl in the bed, and I'm like, "All right, baby, hang on, hang on. Let me get the grip on. on. Let me get the grip on. Get the grip on." <laughs> Dude. Oh, I'm my fucking socks on. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait, if you do that, does it not count? Or is it just well, not That's gay? only if you're homosexual. Oh, right, right. Then it wouldn't like be If you homie. clap your homie's cheeks, if you wear socks, it's gay. <laughs> no, if you wear socks, it's not. I thought it was the opposite. No, if you wear socks. With it's your, not if, gay. So, so if you're, if you're you know, um, being you're intimate with your homie. Yeah. Right? Socks on, not gay. Socks yeah. off, totally gay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's part of the bro. It's a bro code. Uh, bro code. Chap- uh, it's uh, page 288, section 3, article 4, line 27, I believe. That's bro code. What does it say about slides? Um, it says slides are not socks. I do okay, know that so much. They, they specify that it has to be socks. It has to be socks. Yeah. It has to be a layer of clothing that covers all of your feet and so nope. that your, 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 your feet cannot touch the fabric of the That's right. That's right. Bed. That's right. As long as there's a barrier, they're considered socks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, your foot has to be covered up to a certain part of your ankle. That's right. That's right. Uh-huh. If you if you ain't got no socks, well, whew, you in you in trouble. Yeah, but uh, if the bro code was ever an officially written piece of text, who do you think the author would be? Uh, who's the most bro of all bros? Andrew Tate. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this okay. I wanted to bring this up. So apparently, and we'll we'll get back to the main point. But apparently, um, dude, we should probably write the bro code for real. But um, uh, that'd be a good, that'd be a bestseller. I might start working on that. But uh, apparently, dude, we'll yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll collab on it, man, for sure. But uh, apparently, Andrew Tate has made an impact on middle school boys. I saw this thing on YouTube. Oh, I, I, I've, I've heard yeah, about that. Where um, basically these like eleven year old boys will be talking to like these poor girls, you know, being like all Andrew Tate on them, and it's yeah, like, <laughs> it's just to see that calling a girl like you're fat. You know, you're like a sub, you know, bitch or whatever. And yeah, like, or you're a see you next Tuesday and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn. All right. I mean, it's giving these guys confidence they don't need. Need. No. Like, oh. no that's the thing. You give confidence to a middle schooler and chaos and force. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm the most scared of like 13-year-old boys. Oh, they're awful. They'll, they'll make fun of you in ways that like you that are accurate you know yeah and they like dig in oh they dig and they don't, they don't have anything in. else better to do no, i don't they don't got a sense of like decency yet no they don't and they use that to their advantage yeah. i mean teenagers by definition are not fit for society so no no it's kind of how it is <laughs> yeah yeah i mean we were the good ones of course but you of know. course yeah, but yeah the exception to the yeah, we, were, we were the exception yeah but uh, not you the know. prime example well, not particularly but yeah. we tried yeah <laughs> Damn, being in your twenties though, like that's kind that's of ex- it's exciting. It is exciting. It's like the land of opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where it's, you truly like you're an adult, like a full mm-hmm. on adult, full on. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, when but from twenty to thirty, that's when your life changes the most. Yeah, like you you're in school, you're still living with your folks, or you know whatever, and then you get out of school by your mid twenties, and by thirty, you've probably met someone and you might be getting married. And living out on your own and doing all this and having a job and a career and having responsibilities. Like well, some people even have a couple kids by their 30s. I know it's crazy. It's like it's, it's so f- weird that we're coming yeah. into the age where people are getting married and having kids. And that's right. I look around and see this and I'm like, I remember we were shitting our pants in kindergarten. 
Yeah, and it's like I know now you. Now you're popping out a kid, and it's like, oh shit, damn! It's like whew. people are getting, yeah, you know, engaged and all that shit, and it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, my cousin. So obviously, one side of my family is, you know, they're pretty quick about things, but they are very deliberate with the decisions they make. But they get married early, and mm-hmm. I remember going to most recently a wedding in Pennsylvania with one of my cousins, and it was he was like three years older than me. Oh, wow. And he's already, you know, got a wife, you know, got a job and everything. Moving up. And it's like, that's cool. Yeah. You know, I was like, I'm just wow. going to like, I mean, shit, by the time we're 29, like in, in less than 10 years, we're both going to be like, we're, so what's probably going to happen is, you know, we get out of college and we're like, all right, uh, to save money, let's, you know, room up with yeah. us and maybe one or two other dudes yeah. and then we'll you know work our way up with money and then we'll either say hey i'm moving out i've made enough to live on my own or they'll meet some we'll meet somebody and then yep. we'll be like i'm moving in with them and we're gonna yep. have buy a house and it's like then you have a house All and then right. you're like holy shit i have a kid on the way yep. it's like whoa it's like oh i accidentally got her knocked up and uh, i don't want to keep it kind of want to keep it oh uh, oh yeah shit. That's, yeah that's like that's like that's, that's real you know you're really an adult because then you're like mm-hmm. oh shit i can actually sustain another human being that's right when you're like i can support a kid it's like damn damn you really made damn. it damn. <laughs> damn damn oh dude like that i mean within the next 10 years yeah like that's crazy yeah i mean oh my god yeah that's <sighs> it's going like that yeah yeah oh it's it's insane yeah that's the weird thing about go ahead oh no you no 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 you go ahead um the thing is is i wonder because i was thinking about this a little while ago but like you know in while you're in your 20s and then you know you go into like your 30s i wonder because you know you notice people like you know when you don't see them for a while and you know you go like a year or two years without seeing them and then they either don't change at all or they change a lot that's true i wonder yeah. with people that you're close with that you know you grow up with i wonder like the way we look to each other if it will always just kind of like oh no that's andrew or oh that's Eric, or oh that's trader oh that's ben or you know or like i wonder if we'll like actually see like the physical differences like in our aging I don't know. I honestly don't think so because like, I don't, I don't think so. And I'll tell you why a couple of levels. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the physical level, we kind of are used to each other and yeah. we've been friends. We've been friends for like six. Is it six or seven? It's going to be seven next year. Get out, dude. Six years. <laughs> we've known each other shit. for six years. What the fuck? That's crazy. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's that stoke that that's like stoke level stuff that's getting me but, stoked mm-hmm. damn that's awesome i'm fired up on that anyway yeah. um so we've been around each other cool. for that that long and yeah. better, better part of 10 years mm-hmm. and so it's like we've seen each other at all of our different stages so and every, almost every day like we've been yeah. seeing it consistently so consistently the, yeah. seeing the changes is kind of not as evident to us as if we met as like freshmen in high school and then we met as now sophomores in college. Yeah, it would be completely mm-hmm. completely we, different. Yeah. 
Um, but men- but mentally, yeah. here's the here's the fun part. I think that you act the way around your your buddies that you've known for as long as you've known them, like when you first met. So we met at 15. We still act like we're 15. 15. Yeah. And and that'll never change. It'll never change. But it's the best thing in the world because like we all accept, we accept each other for those. And like, we enjoy it. Like, absolutely. Yeah. We each bring. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know, 30 years from now, it's going to be the exact same way. Exactly. It's going to be the same way, man. Like it's nothing changes like that, man. I mean, Girls Next. come and go, but bros are for life, dude. Bros before hoes, man. Bros before, always, dude, always. Bros before hoes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. I mean, that's crazy, all of it, dude. Like, we've known each other for six years. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. <gasps> oh, imagine when we're, like, in our 40s and we recreate us falling down the mountain. Dude, oh, <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. Oh, I do. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, <gasps> all I have to say is the mountain and then immediately know what's up. <laughs> that, I will never forget that. <laughs> never forget that. <laughs> you know somebody was out there and they heard it all. Like, you know somebody was there. I really hope birds are, <sighs> like, actually real because if a bird recorded that, <laughs> birds were real. Oh, dude. <sighs> I mean... I'll be like, I'll come to you one day. I'm like, dude, I'm gonna have a kid. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna be like, on purpose or by my mistake? I don't know yet. <laughs> and it's like, she told me to pull out and I didn't want to. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Andy, I told you next time we're in France, don't do this. I told you what would happen. Yeah. And you know, what would go happen? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you remember that scene in south park where um stan's grandfather like tells him how he came to be oh yeah dude that was that's probably gonna be me as like a grandfather if i ever have probably probably like i'm gonna give him that whole like yeah me and your grandmother like too lazy to go to the store and get condoms so (laughs) basically yeah Yeah. we're too broke to get plan b so (laughs) Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Plan B, have you seen those memes of you know it's like it's like the, it's like a picture of like a guy in the Marine and in the Marines and he's like you know like when you're stationed overseas and you see your bank account get charged at four in the morning for thirty five dollars. Oh damn, dude! See, I could never be in the military. I could never be. Mm-hmm. I mean, Okay, if I got drafted into the military, I could. I think I could probably do it, but I would never be in a relationship like that's girlfriend in the military, mm-hmm. like, uh, or being apart from them. Like, Let's talk about them, this. Yeah, yeah. If I could bring them with me, oh, absolutely. Oh, like, sure, I think that'd yeah. be, you know, that'd be a great experience to share. And absolutely, quite frankly, I wouldn't want to be shacked up with a bunch of dudes. So fair enough, dude. Totally. You know. I mean, if you're stationed overseas, it's like bring your family. But if you're deployed to like Iraq. Oh, fuck that. Here's the thing about military wives, right? Yeah. If you're not living with them, and if you're not, I mean, people got needs. Yeah, no, they... And and daddy ain't coming home for a while. Yeah, no. So it's kind of... And mommy's toys aren't exactly doing what they used to. No, and it's... and and, But the problem with that is if if you have kids, Mm -hmm. you better hope they don't find out. Oh, yeah. I know actually a couple 
um, people whose their boyfriends went off to the military. Mm-hmm. It's hard on them. Oh, I believe. Oh, I believe it. Like, I mean, it is rough, dude. And they only get to talk for like ten minutes every month or whatever when they're there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, it's r- it's a rough life. I could never do that. I oh, could I never couldn't. leave my wife and kids overseas while I'm, you know, off fighting, you yeah. know, the Trump jihad or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's that's just the thing with like you you can't really. You can't be there as a father. Yeah, you can't. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's like, why a lot, like a lot of kids end up despising yep. their military mm-hmm. fathers because that's you know, right. They're either not around or they beat the yep. shit out of them. It's like, will you see me as a hero or, or, or will you see me as daddy who was never home? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same with like famous musicians who have families oh, yeah. and they travel around. It's like, what are my kids going to remember, dude? Yeah. As the guy who mm-hmm. made millions of dollars and gave them a good life or the guy that wasn't around yeah that's why like, julian lennon's so fucked up that's right See, i would like imagine imagine being like the son of like a beetle oof that's that's interesting right there because you got to be like yeah that's my dad yep out with his <laughs> you know three girlfriends and uh-huh you know i mean how would you react if like you were the son of one of the beetles like how would how do you think your life would be well i feel like I wouldn't tell like if if no one knew about me like if yeah. I if I yeah. wasn't like in the press like and mm-hmm. and granted I mean being a Beatles like nerd like it, it's it's a lot more technical now if I was John Lennon's son oh it would be fucking awful he was a complete yeah. asshole to his wife and mm-hmm. like you know and then he met Yoko and kind of forgot about him but mm. you know I mean I could I could see myself being like Paul McCartney's son. Like he was a pretty chilled out guy, apparently. Yeah, yeah. He was like a pretty loving dad. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, if you can play guitar and like, you know, sing to me when I'm, you know, eight years old going to bed, it's like cool. That's you know? yeah. Daddy was there. Yeah, know? daddy was there. Like you yeah. know, he took time off to like be with his kids, and that's what you would know. have to do. You know, if you wanted to. Or oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, I was done. Oh, could you like if you were like a famous musician, like if. I don't know, like we were in a band or something. Yeah. And you found out like, like, would you try and like, if you had like a family, would you try and like make it work to like bring them on the road with you? Yeah. If they wanted to go for sure. I'd be like, Hey, are y'all up to go to like, like tour the country or the yeah, world? Like come. Yeah. I would totally bring them. That'd be great. It'd be a great experience. Cause I mean, I don't, I, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know how, in reality that would work but like i could imagine that being like you know you go and play like shows in the night and then you just spend the day with your kids exactly like, and it's like oh let's wife and kids yeah. let's go explore rome today yeah, exactly. Fam- i mean like if, i mean your wife wouldn't have to work that's for sure oh no i mean my wife if if everything goes according to plan yeah she is going to be the stay-at-home wife and she's going to cook and she's going to clean and she's going to run the kids and i'm going to go off and make all the money and i like that I like that. Yeah. And if I was ever a famous musician, then, well, okay, she can have a job, obviously. I'm not a fucking <laughs> dillwad, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I want us both to be present in the growing up of our children. I don't mm. want them to have to go to like an after school program because both of their parents work all day. Yeah. I want them to be able to come home to their parents, at least one or both. Um, and at the end of the night, both. 
and in the morning both. Yeah. And if I was rich and famous and they didn't have to work, I'd say, y'all come along with me. We're going to go tour the world and it'd be yeah, a great we're time. Go, go have fun. Mm-hmm. But if my kids need to be in school, it's like, it's a little bit different. A little, little difficult. You know? They can come for the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Or you could just do summer tours. I, I mean. could just do summer tours. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be a good time. It'd be, it'd be pretty solid. What do you think about you? Um, I would try and make it work. Like I wouldn't, you know, like if I ever have kids, I mean, I'm going to do what I have to do to give them a good life. Um, you know, but I do want to be, pre- I would want to be present for them. Um, sure, I wouldn't, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to, you know, just leave them out in the cold or, you know, they, I see them, you know, for a few hours every, yeah, you know, once every few days and I'm always working like, you know, but and that's part of the reason that's like part of the reason why mm-hmm. I don't really want to have kids is because I think I would go down that path with the career of like I would be working a lot and then the time that I would have I would want it to myself which you know and we've talked about this like yeah sure sort of mm-hmm. you know my reasoning for not wanting them but um totally, totally valid too yeah and it but I feel like there there is ways to make it work you know especially but if I was like a but you know going back to the question like with being a famous musician I would I would you know I, take them as much on i would try and spend as much time as i could with them like you know have them around i be around them as much as i can you know if need be i would if i had enough money like if i was you know like on the level of like the beatles or whatever you know like i would just hire like a private tutor to travel with us i mean dude, and, then, and that would literally like they would just be homeschooled and we would be doing our thing dude totally but i, th- I think with um with even with so with i mean plenty of people work and have kids and everything yeah it's tough you Mm -hmm. know but one thing is that there's a balance Mm. you know there's always a balance there's a work-life balance but i myself too find myself i would be really focused on my career which is partly why i kind of find it hard to get into a relationship because the reason being is because I'm so focused on everything else going on that the last thing I'm worried about is having some girl that I also have to keep happy and, you know, have that with. And it's like, so I understand that, you know? And if I had a career that I was like super gung ho about, it's like, I don't know for me, I think it'd be a little different, but yeah, I I mean, different, different mindsets for sure. But it's like, I would definitely take more of a step back on that to spend time with my family and whatever, just because I value that more. But um, I value work and you know my profession and career very seriously. So it is tough. So yeah, I, I totally get it, man. Is. Totally get it. But yeah, man. Yeah, man. Well, the uh, possibility of us being famous musicians is a little bit slim at this uh, point. slim at this point. Oh. Yeah, but, <laughs> you know, we'll we'll see. Famous <laughs> podcasters, on the other hand, we do somewhat have a shot at. We do up and coming, yeah. up and coming, yeah. up and coming. You know, Joe Rogan did his for five years before he got famous. Well, he was famous before that. Well, yeah, I mean, he had other outlets. Yeah, but his podcast really picked up steam after like five years. So. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, he he did that more as a side thing because he was yeah. doing like Fear Factor and yeah. UFC were his like main things, and... right? His commentary is pretty funny on you, or not oh, funny, yeah. but it's like it's it's it's, it's good it's to listen to because like that's what he did originally. Yeah, and it um it's cool to like see him like actually working. Totally, and yeah. It's it's interesting. It is, yeah. He's no, he's a hell of a commentator for sure. I've watched some of his fights commentated. 
it's fun. Yeah. He keeps it interesting. I, I will say his intensity is like on key. Oh, yeah. Know? And he gave us one of the best memes I think that will ever exist. Oh, yeah. Like him making that face with all the with the two dudes next to him. Like, <laughs> dude, I, I will always laugh at that. Like, no matter what. It's the best I, Actually, thing ever. I really want to get that made into a poster. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can probably find that. Yeah. Yeah. Or like put it on a T-shirt. Like, oh, dude. Hell, yeah. That's funny. He's a funny, he's like a little ape man, you know? Oh, he has to have custom... stand-up's not very good, but... No, his stand-up, it, it sucks, unfortunately. You want it to be good. Yeah, I I remember when I watched through it initially, I think I kind of went through like rose-tinted goggles of like, right. oh, I'm a big fan of his podcast and all that, and then it's like, mm-hmm. like, eh. He just does like weird voices, and that's kind of it, like... Yeah, it ain't nothing too special, really. No. Unfortunately. We do, though, need to watch Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer. Oh, those guys are actually hilarious. Those guys are so funny, dude. Have you have you listened to their podcast? Is it Two Bears, One Cave? Yep, Two Bears, One Cave. Yep. Mm-hmm. I've listened is. to a few. You introduced me to it, actually. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's yeah, right. yeah. yeah. It's it's funny. Mm-hmm. And, like, the way they, like, bounce off of each other and... Yeah, I'll say this: Bert's wife is a strong, strong woman. Shout Definitely. out to Leanne Kreischer, fellow <sighs> podcaster. Man, she puts up with a hell of a yeah. lot. And Bert seems like a genuine. He seems like a good dude. Yeah, like I, yeah. I think you know. Obviously, you know these like celebrities, you know, have like these personalities. But I feel like with comedians, like they're the most genuine. Like, like that's how they are. Just totally life. And- totally. Less than anybody could put up. I think it could be like cool to like hang out with those guys. Yeah, I I really like want to smoke weed with Burt Kreischer. Oh, that'll be bucket list. That's on my bucket list, actually. Like, if we were making his podcasters and like Mm -hmm. get that kind of attention, like, I want to get him on the phone and be like, all right, on my bucket list, like, (laughs) I want to smoke with you, dude. Hell yeah, make a special trip all the way out there. Oh, absolutely. Totally. Oh, yeah. If I got an email saying, like, hey, you know, there's like you and your you know, you and your co-host, Sarah Adams, are you interested in doing a show? I'd be like, hell yeah, drop everything Dude, in life. Yeah, like, I don't care if I, I got a final to test tomorrow. Like, I will go. Yeah, no, like, that's the opportunity. <laughs> that's a golden ticket. It is, because it's like, then we get to discover, we get to talk with, like, a huge guy, you know? Yeah. We get to be hilarious on there. It'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it'll, it, it would be a good time. That'd be awesome. Um... If you could have anybody on this podcast, who would it be? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I'm trying to think of someone unique because I want to say Mike Tyson, but everyone would say that. Everybody has. Because I mean, Tyson. I, you know, I I would want to just see him eat mushrooms like chips. Like really, that's all <laughs> totally, I'd want to see. Totally, that's it. Yeah. Because being realistic, if I had Mike Tyson sitting across from me, I probably wouldn't be able to say much because I'd just be shit in my pants. Oh, absolutely. Because like, yeah. if you accidentally make fun of him, like, he'll oh, fuck you. Bro. He's still he still has that mean right hook. Like, oh, definitely, dude. He, he doesn't fuck around. Um, definitely. But someone like if I could have anyone. Um, I don't know. Um, that's a really it's a question. tough question. That's a tough question because there's yeah. a lot of really cool people or a lot of stupid people that I just want, want on. Um, 
I mean, if you had the queen on, what would you even talk about? I would ask what's her secret. Yeah, how do you alive, dude? <laughs> Honestly, actually, that would be really interesting because that would I would be, ask her yeah. like, what's it like? You know, even though you don't have any power, like, what's it like having that family lineage? Basically, being the last of the British aristocracy. Yeah, last of the British Empire. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of a legacy thing, though. Yeah, it. I mean, it is. And yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess you know they have. She has what great. What grand like grandchildren? Oh, she's got she's got great grandchildren by now. Yeah, and I mean they'll carry that on, but oh, for sure, you know. But it'll be it'll be a day when imagine like we get to England and it's like the Queen drops dead, dude. Oh, I'm really hoping that like she's still alive when we get there. Yeah, hold uh, off one more more year. One more year. Come on, come on, Elizabeth, you can do it. Yeah, you can do it. Are her corgis still alive? I don't know. Because I haven't seen them running around. She may have gotten replaced. I mean, maybe that's the kind of thing where you don't tell Philip. You just get new ones. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, it was so dumb. One time I had this girl and she was like, uh, I got a fish tank and one of the fish died. And I made the mistake of telling her. And she said, you shouldn't have told me that the fish died. You just, just got a replacement. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, <laughs> I was like, come on, dude. But I don't know. I feel like she would just kind of replace the corgis. Like, we don't have the same Puxatani feel that we did 150 years ago. Yeah, and exactly. He ain't no way he living the hell. Yeah. <laughs> they just find, I swear to God, they just find some groundhog out in the field and they're like, you're Puxatani Phil now. And he just, he's just, it's like he's waking up and he's like, Oh, it's February. Fuck, it's cold out there. He gets up and all of a sudden he's like, what the hell is this? Like, Why is there guys in top hats ripping me out of the ground? <laughs> yeah, and then he gets like, he's like, dude, put me down. Fucking narcs. Like, I was like, I'll tell you what, those groundhogs always look pissed. No, always. They're like, bro, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine like a couple of like hillbilly farmers in like the 1800s <laughs> doing that. <laughs> they just like Dude. they just go out to a field when it's like Groundhog Day and they just rip one of those poor bastards mm-hmm. out of the ground. All right, Jimbo, we gonna go shoot with the groundhogs here. Yeah. <laughs> Two more weeks of winter. All right. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, is that even accurate? Like, Pakistan Phil ain't done shit, and if he don't, I mean, all they gotta do is turn around, like. And he could see it or he couldn't. It's like, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I think it's one of those like traditions that yeah. a bunch of hill people came up with and it just carried over. <laughs> a bunch of hill people. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Like, it is. Who else, it's, yeah. Who else would rip a fucking animal out of the ground to tell <laughs> if they're going to have a good harvest or not? Or, you know, if they're going to have two more weeks of winter. Well, you got me there. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's like fucking. The crawdads down in Louisiana no. pulling a, you know, fucking uh, catfish out of the river and, you know, you're seeing not, you're if they're going to have fish. more humidity or not. <laughs> more humidity. You know how to fish for catfish like that? Use well, yeah, hand. they just stick their you arm. Just, yeah, they, they stick their whole arm. Yeah. It's freaking, they pull out these enormous catfish. Because yeah, the like, catfish the... fucking just swallows it. Yeah, dude. That's nuts. That's the freaky part, though, is that the catfish is like, 
actively trying to eat you mm-hmm. even though it can't i mean yeah yeah but it sees that as like oh food and like yeah definitely just like fist the catfish <laughs> dude yeah dude yeah oh, i'll tell you off camera <laughs> but uh <laughs> i can only imagine. yeah i think i have an idea of what you're gonna oh. yeah no tell me off camera hill people man yeah hill people you know, I actually figured out recently that I am a uh, a certified Southern translator because Southern just that. happens to be my native tongue. Yeah. I mean, somebody asked me to like decipher what this dude said. <laughs> Not kidding. I, be- I, I believe it. And I was like, all right, let's do it. And the dude, it was, uh, he was an electrician and he was over at their house. And uh, he was like, well, you ain't going like this. You ain't going to be sitting high on the hog till I get through getting this knocked out. And I was like, <laughs> and he was like, what does that mean? And I was like, you know. You're going to be waiting a while. You're, he's like, basically, you're not going to be living good until he can get this problem solved. Yep, yep. And then he was like, how do I tell him to get out of here? And I was like, I right, go on now. Get. Get. <laughs> he was like, go on now. Get. Yeah, I speak partial hill hill people. Yeah, yeah. I'm not completely fluent, you know. No. I haven't been home in a while. <laughs> if you live in Virginia or South, you yeah. you you either talk a certain way or you can understand people. You can understand. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Because the last thing that people don't really realize is that Southerners don't all have that accent. No, you know? they don't. no, but if you get us mad, that's when it comes out. Like, oh, that's when it comes yeah. out the most. Like, I've been mm-hmm. mad and it's gotten deep, it's gotten like Louisiana South. And I'm like, yeah. well, I didn't even know I could do that. Yeah, but we got a little bit that's in the thing. Like, I I have like twinges, like my accent will come out sometimes. I've heard it. I'm like, hey. you know, and it's like, <laughs> oh, yes, ma'am, I'd like some uh chicken, please. You know, like mm-hmm. that kind of shit. Yep, I'm like, yep. oh, damn. <laughs> I want a job someday, so you know, I gotta keep that shit suppressed. <laughs> I know, dude. And then you said one time you're like, and I was fixing to do this, and I was like, well, how dang all right. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I I mean, I try to like I've I've stopped <laughs> trying to deny it. Like I, yeah. I do have a southern accent. It's like mm-hmm. it's, it's fun to have though. It is honestly. so fun like, to have. It's fun yeah, to have. It's, it's fun, fun to have. To, like, Especially when you get it around other people and like you know other people that are like either from your town or mm-hmm. from like the same area, it's like oh shit, man! Like yeah, like how y'all up? To, how, like, what how y'all, y'all up to? How y'all doing? Like yeah, uh huh. Yeah. And you, like it's so funny when you when you're back with your like back home people, yeah. And you know, or you hear somebody with like the same accent, you, it it amplifies. Like the yeah, more exactly. people you add, the the yeah. the bigger the the yeah, more exactly. accent it gets. Like there's this girl that sits behind me in one of my classes and her accent is like she's got one and when i'm around her and i talk to her it's like it comes out more it comes out all right all right all right here we go you know how a little little discourse little yeah a little Mm -hmm. something something yeah 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 (laughs) it's it's something you just you just can't deny it you know it's around and it's embrace it you know i tried to deny it for a long time then i realized there's i'm just wasting my time with it like there's no point (laughs) yeah yeah, ain't no point in you know Even my dad, I'll say things even now, and he's like, "No, that's grammatically incorrect." Or, "What do you mean by that?" And I'm like, "Come on, man, you. <laughs> what know. do you mean by that? You know, you know. Come on, Mister, Mister Raised in DC. All right, big shot. 
Mr. Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, uh, I've caught That's... myself sometimes sounding like uh, Colonel Sanders. <laughs> Sound like Colonel Sanders. Like, I'll get like on a thing where like oh. a minute straight, I'll like speak in that, like that kind of accent or like that kind mm-hmm. of Southern accent. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh shit. It comes out for me when I'm speaking in front of a bunch of people most. Yeah. Like if I'm in front of an audience, that's definitely when it makes itself known. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's my good home training, but that's definitely a venue for it. As well as if you're just at a restaurant or a gas station, and you're like, oh, uh, yes, ma'am. I'd like, you know, two pieces of chicken. That'll be all. Thank you, ma'am. All that. But yeah, Oh, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I did the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's like, you know, there, there, there's a certain level of like once you accept who you are, you know, mm-hmm. there's just certain things you can't change. Yeah, you know oh, the yeah. I mean, the way you talk, like you can try your mannerisms and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can try, but you know, nature. Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> but, yeah. <sighs> yeah, but anyway, anything else, man? Shit, I can't. I can't think of nothing what about you. It's been a good pod. It's been, it's a, been while. a great fucking pod, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's pretty legit. Oh, one last thing, man. Mm-hmm. I fucking I forgot to charge it in my razor. So, like <gasps> all my fucking facial hairs go. Ah, like, it's it's one of those things where I'm trying to decide because by the time, you know, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to be, I might not be coming home this weekend. I still got to figure that out. But like, sure, yeah, it might be like a month before I come home and I might have like a really patchy ass beard. <laughs> I don't know if I should like try and roll with it or fucking get rid of it. Because you know, yeah. the thing, like if you see is the mustache, but it doesn't look, I don't, I don't think it looks good. It really, <laughs> you think it looks like a pedo stash? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Oh boy. And it's like I'm trying to get I'm trying to get a date around here, so you know. You can't be doing that. Yeah, exactly. I can yeah. Do you ever look at somebody and you're like, you're a pedophile. Sometimes, yeah. I I've seen I've seen dudes like I've it's more when well, I try not to like judge like off of first look, but like I'll oh, talk nah. I'll talk to dudes mm-hmm. who have the past. Session, I'm like, oh, you're gonna be, you're a fucking creep. Yeah, yeah. Or like the way they talk about like girls and shit. They're like, oh, uh, thirsty uh, boy. It's like, oh. you were suppressed as a child. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> now is not the time. The only woman you ever saw was your mother. Yeah, I know some of those cases, and it's sad. Oh, it's really. I'm sad. like, and, the, and it's then not when their they, fault either. No, but then when they do something that you know ain't right, it's like, then it's that's yeah. why. That's yep. why put yep. your kids in public school. Yep. <laughs> but uh, you know, I don't know with the, with with the whole stash thing you got going on. Like I don't think it looks awful. No. And you, but you've got like the bottom facial hair too. So yeah. So it's not just you, just the mustache. If it was yeah. just the stash, I'd say do what you got to do to get rid of that. Yeah. But you've got kind of a lower layer going on. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't look bad at all. I don't think. Oh, honestly. You. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah, if you grow, I, I have a, like, I, yeah, like, I want to, I do want like a beard. Like, mm-hmm. I think it would be cool to style it, and I know that like the more you cut it, the thicker it will come in the next time around. But I don't know. I mean, <sighs> I, I, I wanted to shave before I went to school, but I got busy and right, yeah. So, 
Well, if I don't keep up with the shaving, I do look like a pedophile. So. <laughs> I think I think I remember seeing you one time with a mustache because you got lazy with it. And I, I think no, I remember no, no. I said something. I was like, dude, shave that you, shit. You know what happened? You know what happened? Oh, this what? is actually, it was terrible. So remember my ex-girlfriend? Yeah. She was like, you're doing no shave November no matter what. And I'm like, oh. My, my young, naive self was like, okay. And so I think I remember that actually. Yeah. I didn't shave for a month. She, I swear to God, she didn't even see me that month. It was fucking awful. But um, <laughs> so it was basically torture for me. Yeah. So she fucked she fucked you over on pretty that. much. Well, <laughs> yeah. But you know, it looked horrendous, dude. It was awful. And I was itching for like weeks. I'm like, I gotta get this shit all dude. Well, because like blonde facial hair. No offense, doesn't look good. No, it, well, so it, it doesn't come in. I'm not like a redhead where it comes in red. Mm. This is more of like it. It it comes in like your color hair. Okay, like yeah. your like it comes in like that. Mm. Um, but it's it's just it looks terrible. Like yeah. I just, it's a little peach fuzz, you know, pretty <laughs> little much. Mm-hmm. Little 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 uh, barbell barbells. Bar Little, uh, yeah yeah little barbells yeah but uh yeah. yeah actually one thing i have been getting in the gym lately. oh nice every day i try to go um because i'm no longer cutting lawns as much as i did and so mm. i need some way to work out right yeah but that's all i've been up to i need to start i think when i get earbuds um i'm gonna yeah. start going back to the gym Start totally doing like man. the elliptical, the you know, mm-hmm. do like lightweight training, but not yeah. like I I refuse. Like if I ever actually get into it, I'm not going to do the type of training where you bulk. I just want to build the fat that I already have in my body into muscle because I think sure, yeah. Because I I feel like I would you know if I was to like you know carb load and bulk, I would get lazy with it eventually, and then I would just turn into a fat ass. And I'm like, I don't want right. that. So the key with it, mm. don't do carbs. Protein. Yeah, protein. protein. Protein is what builds muscles. It's what builds your body. Yep. So if you eat right, you take on a lot of protein, a lot of healthy foods, you're going to feel good and you're yep. going to look good because your body, and if you're going to the gym and you're getting as much protein in as you possibly can, you know, through beans and chicken, like like lean protein, Yeah. then you will see results pretty quick. Like I've been only going for a week now and i i see a difference yeah and it doesn't take long if you do it consistently and you do it right i would definitely recommend uh 80s workout montages (laughs) so i mean you you really get it in there yeah no you get into it i'm in a movie like i'm on the assault bike you know yeah do the rocky theme yeah dude yeah yeah but that's yeah I mean, yeah, <laughs> but I'm actually thinking about um, on the whole gym thing. Um, mm-hmm. I'm actually thinking about getting into MMA. Oh, dude, that's awesome! Like possibly or like light martial yeah. arts. And is there a place and, you can do that? Yeah, there's places around here. And good deal. I'm thinking about like just trying to get like a cheap gym membership and get like, yeah. a, you know, not like do competition like Ben does, but do just basic, you know, like learn basic self defense and totally man. take a motherfucker down. Definitely, you know, like. Get myself like absolute. Well, maybe not like shredded, but get some muscle and get like a six pack going. Hell I yeah! Can, you know. Hell yeah! I mean, ladies will love it. I'll tell you that. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you got, 
if you got if you got guns like that's one thing yeah but if you got the abs and the lady sees the abs oh boy game changer (laughs) you know but uh that's i mean yeah man yeah definitely getting into mma that sounds cool no it could be fun yeah i would never go toe-to-toe with ben like i I would never have that kind of confidence where i would be like (laughs) hey ben let's you know let's put these skills to the test because he can one right hook and i'm fucking eating out of the tube for three months i mean he's jacked oh no he that's the thing like i want i want to see him fight like a street i want to see him street fight someone because fuck someone up oh dude yeah like he um like like that's why i i you know i mean granted he's my friend so i wouldn't fuck with him to begin with but like nah. i would i will never fuck with him like no no he take no. you down dude. no he yeah he'll take you down and then some mm-hmm mm-hmm he'll take you to the other pound town yeah no he'll yeah <laughs> he'll put you on the ground motherfucker oh that's like, right that's right i like being surrounded by dudes who are like that though because i'm like i feel insulated you know yeah <laughs> it's like dude if anything goes awry like i'm yeah. chilling yeah like you're good yeah. <laughs> i know this motherfucker's got my back mm-hmm. yeah but all, all right, right man great pod dude good good fucking time man yeah man well uh we'll do this again this coming week yeah yeah what's cool is that like anytime monday or friday or the weekend i can do so dude yeah i mean me too like yeah. friday afternoon mm-hmm. i'm i might be trying to work then or uh-huh. something but definitely the weekends yeah, you know definitely. monday afternoon i'm free like i got i got time so it's all good yeah man. it'll it'll be a good time yeah all right <laughs> I can, all right all right well uh thank y'all for listening to another episode another installment of the music of Men podcast. Um, hope y'all enjoyed. You know, check our merch line out, musingsofmen.com slash shop. Um, we got a Patreon. Go there, scope us out, Discord, all that great stuff. Until next time, stay stoked. Be good. Later. Mm-hmm.